Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles Into Phone, this week's episode brought to you by Hashtag Reboot Warehouse 13. Uh, well, that was uh, quite the weekend, wasn't it? Uh, a lot of wrestling, and and more, apparently. Uh, more after... Uh, all out last night. I guess we'll have to talk about that too. Great. So excited. Overshadowed the entire show. Uh, sorry about my voice, by the way. Have I have some random sinus infection. Apparently I'm going to get sick every time every, the week before I go to an AEW show. Now, apparently that's a thing. Uh, that's two times in a row now, in June and in September. So, uh, it's not COVID, it's just a sinus infection this time. Uh, so if my voice isn't great, that's why. Perhaps this isn't even a great idea. I probably should have saved this for tomorrow. I probably was going to, and then a bunch of nonsense happened. So, uh, alas, I guess I'm going to have to do this now. Well, it's uh, fresh, I guess. Not that everyone won't be talking about it tomorrow. But, you know. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about Clash. We're going to talk about All Out. We're not talking about Worlds Collide because I don't give a fuck. Like someone I know stated, I didn't watch it because I don't hate myself. Put it this way, a match that had Mako Sanamura in it was won by Mandy Rose. That's all you need to know about that show. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, for the most part, I enjoyed both shows that I watched this this weekend. Uh, I have very few problems with either of them. Uh... But yeah, let's let's just let's just go one by one, I guess. Uh, so we we start with Clash at the Castle, obviously, because it it was first. Uh, and obviously, like the end of the, I mean, we have we have to go chronologically here. It doesn't make any sense to go otherwise. Uh, so uh, the first the first match of Clash at the Castle was Damage Control against Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka. This match was very good. Uh, I do like Damage Control's new theme. Uh, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's a little remix of Bailey's theme with lyrics. It's good. Still kind of feeling like I'd rather just hear Deliverance instead of this theme, but it's still good. Uh... I mean, I haven't really gotten to hear it in full and not with and without arena effects, so that would help too. So maybe it's a little too early to judge. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the match. Uh, per, I do feel personally like there were some awkward moments in this match. Like I couldn't tell you anything in specific. Like specifically, a couple days later, I just felt that. It, in times it was a little off, but 
the general consensus of everyone I know that's talking about it love this match. So, in this instance, I'm willing to say, hmm, maybe it's just me. Uh, and maybe, maybe it was just me who thought some things were a little weird here and there. So, uh, I mean, uh, I'll just do that. Uh, yeah, uh... Bailey and Company won. That's not a surprise. That was expected, especially considering they did not have the tag title victory on Monday that they should have. They will subsequently get another match a week from today. Now, uh, they better win then. Uh, that's the, but uh, yeah, uh, it was really good. Uh, Bailey Penn Bianca. I don't know if I was expecting her to pin Bianca, but I was expecting them to win. Uh, the crowd just really decided that they loved Bailey still from uh, way back from NXT London, I guess. When they, I mean, when they chant, they sang that song at her. They still did that. I'm like, you know, she's a heel now. Like her character is completely different. And like they still did it after she told them to shut the th shut the fuck up. She should have flicked him off, to be honest. Like she really should have. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, great match. Um, as much as I would love to say it was the match of the night, it wasn't. Uh, it's third, maybe second, probably third. Uh, Gunther and Sheamus was next. This match was great, too. Uh, uh, Fabian Eichner was back with them, so now it's two-thirds of Imperium back with Gunther. Uh, they didn't change his name back, but it's, that's whatever, I guess. Uh, yeah, but I mean, this match was very good. I, I, like, it's unsurprising. It's not a surprise how hard-hitting this was. Like, this is what you would expect it to be. So, like, just just watch it. Uh, I, I did enjoy the, the whole part with them just, like, staring each other down until the bell rang and everyone was out, like they did on SmackDown. That, that was amusing. Uh, obviously, going through one. Uh, probably one of Sheamus' best matches of his career. I can't really... I, I really couldn't tell you. I, I like if you put it, said it was the best one of his career, I probably wouldn't even doubt that. Uh, I mean, I to be, to be fair, I can't think of many off the top of my head of his. I mean, he's not like he's never been bad. Like he's never been one of those guys that's been bad. It's just well, not. Not, not completely terrible. Like, he was overbooked for a while there, but... Uh, or overpushed, but... In 2012, but... Like, the past five years or so... Maybe that's a little high, but... Working with Cesaro helped, I guess. Uh, let's put it like that. Uh, Liv versus Shayna was good. Probably the weakest match on the show, but it was still good. Uh, I didn't get to see all of it. Uh... But Liv actually looked good, which is good because they they uh, haven't been do, treating her very well since uh, she's won the belt 
at least since SummerSlam. And uh, she needed this. So hopefully that continues. They stopped uh, doing dumb shit with Ronda Rousey. Uh, they don't job her out to Charlotte for some reason in the near future. Hopefully they just continue to build her up. Uh, because she was getting great reactions before SummerSlam, and we'd like to get back to that. Uh, anyways. Edge and Ray versus Judgment Day was fine. Uh, nothing super special. Uh, and then Dominic turned on them at the end, after the after Edge and Ray won. Dominic tur- turned on them. He didn't officially join Judgment Day until tonight, but yeah, uh, and he looked like a complete doofus, but, you know, can't stop that. He's, he, he's always going to look like a doofus for the rest of his life, but that it, that is what it is. Uh, hopefully that remains interesting. Seth versus Riddle was a little, was probably longer than I expected it to be, and Seth won, which is a positive. That's, like, the best thing that could have happened in this match is Seth wins. People are going to complain, oh, he talked about Riddle's family. So he shouldn't have won. Uh, Riddle had to win. Otherwise, feel but like, fuck off with that shit. No. Riddle's trash. Riddle is a terrible human being in real life. F- no. Seth wins. Just because Seth said something about Riddle's family and on the television, when, you know, Riddle said shit about Seth's family on the television, too, by the way, uh, that doesn't mean the good guy has to win. It doesn't. Right person won. Riddle will win in Extreme Rules. It's Riddle's own damn fault he brought a chair into the ring at the end. I was, I was almost expecting this to just be a disqualification and a sh- very short match. But it was really good, and the right person won. In this instance. Uh, the next match, we're going to debate for the rest of our lives whether this was the right call. I'm not... Uh, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre, in his... Well, it's not his hometown, but... The closest he's going to get to a stadium show in his hometown, uh, with the the entire arena, the entire stadium cheering him on, uh, Broken Dreams, not, he didn't come out to it, but, like, he had a video with it, play, set to Broken Dreams with, like, his entire evolution on the screen, uh, before his actual entrance, Roman is essentially on his own because the entire bloodline's not there. Uh, match is great. Uh, definitely the match of, of the night. That's not really, that's not a surprise. That was expected. Uh, they, they tried to do a pretend theory cash in again, just for him to get knocked out by Tyson Fury or whatever the fuck that guy's name is for whatever reason. Uh, just because uh, that wasn't necessary, but it did help them have a, a rough because there, there wasn't a, a rough knocked out. A cross was there in the crowd, by the way. So I'm like, I was expecting him. I was expecting cross to be the reason that drew lost, obviously. And 
Cross wasn't the reason Drew lost, at least. They didn't fuck it up that badly, where Cross is the reason. Thank God. Uh, I mean, like, Cross, like, threw a water bottle at him or something, because he's a dumbass. Uh, hearing Cross mid-Carter for life. Anyways, uh... Yeah, but, like, it it looked like he, Drew was going to win. Uh, ref gets pulled out, and you see someone in a hood. Uh, hoodie, anyway. Uh, I don't know why it took me, two, like, more than two seconds to realize it was Solo Sokoa. I don't really know why, considering I knew he was being called up. So, that shouldn't have been a... Like, that shouldn't have taken more than two seconds to realize... Um, because, like, he left the hood on for a few seconds before it bolted on. I was like, oh, it's so, of course it is. Uh, and Roman wins. Uh, match is great. Uh, we're obviously going to debate whether Roman or Drew should have won here because of where they were, because of the moment, etc., etc. It's hard for me to complain because, like, I will always love Roman more than I lo- love Drew because I don't even love Drew. I only just kind of like him. That's about as best as he could do that that he's going to get for me. I don't hate him, but he's never done much of anything for me. Like, I've said this multiple times on this podcast, Drew does not do much for me. Uh, as much as I've tried, I, I cannot get into him. I never cared much for him in his original WWE run when he was the chosen one. Like, at that point, I was a big Dolph Ziggler fan, and and Dolph did not win the Intercontinental title, and then Drew won instead, and I'm like, fuck you, you stole it from him, it should have been Dolph. It should have been him! I mean, he was telling you that he should have been doing that a long time ago! Like, when Dolph actually said, it should have been me, he should have been saying that, like, a decade before, because, like, when Dolph actually started doing that, it never, it shouldn't have been him anymore, but, like, a decade before, yes. <laughs> that would have been accurate. Uh, and then, like, he, he was just there, and I, ne- I, ne- I never really cared. I mean, he, he, like, I didn't think he was terrible or anything, but he just never did anything for me, except for, like, for some reason, the Elimination Chamber match that he was in in 2011. For some reason, I decided to, I, like, like he, he impressed me in that match. That was the only time. And then he was in 3MB, and then he was gone. I didn't follow him on the indies, I didn't give a shit. Comes back, he's in NXT, I don't care, because I mean, like, it's Drew McIntyre. Why does he need to be in NXT? Like, he's already been on the main roster years ago, for years. He doesn't need to be in NXT, so I'm like, maybe I'll care about him when he goes to the main roster. Because here, and he's NXT champ, eh, nothing. Gets the main roster. He's with Dolph Ziggler. It's like, this is weird. Like, this, he's randomly tag-teaming now with the guy whose push he stole in 2009? Man. Uh, th- that stopped, whatever. I don't even remember how that ended. Uh, he wins the Royal Rumble in 2020. I'm like, great. I don't care. He wins the title. I don't care. Everyone seems to love him, thinks he's great. I don't get it. I just I just don't get it. Like, 
I don't think he's bad. He just doesn't do anything for me. That being said, um, I can accept him being the person to beat Roman Reigns for the first time in two years. He's not my choice to do so, but I can accept it because now who's going to? Roman's not losing the title until WrestleMania. Unless someone, like, unless they do some weird thing where they get one of the belts off of him and it goes on cross, which is a terrible decision. Like, first of I don't want anyone taking any belt off of Roman. A single belt. When Roman finally loses a belt, he's losing both of them at the same time. I don't want anywhere in the middle for there to be some weird match where someone pins someone else to get one of Roman's belts away from him. I don't want that. There's no... There's... Once... I want someone to finally beat Roman. I want him to beat Roman for both belts. Then after that happens, then that person who is a face can do that kind of match. That is a face thing to do where they put up both belts separately. They can do it like they have one match for one belt and then another match for the next belt. Singles matches against different people. They could do that. Or they can do, like, that two-fall triple threat match deal from WrestleMania 2000. They could do that. But that is a face thing to do. A heel would never allow for that. Especially not a two-fall triple threat match. No, no Roman, Roman Reigns not doing that. And he's not going to wrestle two, two times in one night. Unless you force him to with money in the bank. Uh... But yeah, he, he, Roman Reigns is never going to accept putting both belts on the line separately in any kind of fashion. The person who beats him for it will do that. That's another reason Drew should could, probably should have won. Even if I lo- like Roman way more and would rather have Roman be champion way longer and lose to the right guy. But yeah, so like because they were talking about, oh, they're going to do this when they want a champion on Raw and whatever, and they're going to do this, put Cross in this. is like, no. That's not something Roman would accept. Drew wins, then Drew will do that himself, and then he'll lose one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the problem now is very likely... Unless he can't come back at the Royal Rumble, Cody Rhodes is going to be the one to beat Roman Reigns. And that is the exact wrong guy. Because that is bullshit. Cody Rhodes is not what anyone anyone who likes Cody Rhodes thinks he's some kind of amazing wrestler or something. He is not the guy you think he is. I don't know how many people are left that actually thinks Cody Rhodes is some kind of amazing wrestler or something, but you're wrong. He's fine. Like, 
I can accept Cody Rhodes winning a t- a world title sometime in the future. I can accept that. He is not the guy to beat Roman Reigns for it, though. Like, I'm, like, a bunch of people win world titles. That's fine. Like, if Cody Rhodes is going to win the world title, that's fine. He's not going to be the one, he should not be the one to beat Roman Reigns for it, though. He can wait. He can wait longer than this. He didn't come back to just suddenly be the person to beat Roman Reigns for the belt. That person has to, that person should be someone that's already there, has been there for years. I don't care if the person's won the belt already before either. Just because they, like, I, obviously I don't, because Drew has won the belt before. So, like, the person should be some, like, I, I, I want it to be main event Jey Uso. It's not going to be, but the best person to do so would be main event Jey Uso. Next would, the next best person would probably be Kevin Owens. Third best, Seth Rollins. After that, I don't even know. But those are the three best choices to finally beat Roman Reigns. That are in the company and have been in there for years. Sami Zayn, fourth. Maybe even third. Maybe even above Seth. One of those four. Yeah. If it goes to Cody Rhodes, you fucked up. But yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all there is to say about Clash at the Castle. I'm not mad Drew lost. I just am concerned that it's going to be the wrong guy. And I have every reason to be concerned about it. Uh, now, if down the line the correct person wins the title, I'm not mad about this whatsoever. Because at the end of the day, I like Roman a hell of a lot more. So, uh, yeah. Anyone who's still dumb enough to think Roman Reigns is bad can just fuck all the way off. Because your opinion about wrestling just flat out does not matter. Very good show, though. Uh, As for Raw, there wasn't much to talk about. Uh, Dominic is in Judgment Day now. He looks like a doofus. Miz did not win the cage match because Dexter Loomis came out from under the ring while was climbing down. I saw a gif of that. That that looked funny. Fatal 4-Way Tag Team match was completely pointless. Like, I fir- at first I wanted to complain because this is a Fatal 4-Way Tag Team match, the number one contender match, which the New Day's in, but the Viking Raiders, who just beat them in that Viking Rules match on Friday, were, were not there. Like, if this is a legitimate number one contender match, it makes no fucking sense. 
Like, the Viking Raiders have to be in this match. They beat the New Day two day, three days ago. But it wasn't even a num- actually a number one contenders match. It was just a way to have Braun go out there and beat the shit out of everyone. Nobody wanted this piece of shit back. Nobody. Not even himself. He needs to go back to controlling his own narrative. Whatever the fuck they do there. That's where he belongs. Where nobody's watching him. He doesn't belong on television. Anyways. uh, That's really... It? I guess? Uh, Well, Kevin Owens beat uh, Theory. Hopefully... Owens can win the Money in the Bank briefcase from him or something. Maybe they could do that. That would be a good idea. Get the briefcase away from that piece of shit. Uh, yeah, and Ray had a match with Priest. I don't even know who won that because I had to leave for work. Anyways, uh, moving on to All Out again because Worlds Collide is irrelevant. Uh, yeah, so went to All Out as we know. All 15 matches of it. Uh, Sammy and Ty against Ruby and Ortiz in the first match. I guess Ty broke Ruby's nose. Uh, That doesn't surprise surprise me, considering the crack that I heard when that move hit. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. That looked fucked up. Uh, how do you win a match when you get run over in the beginning of it? That's what I want to know. Uh, yeah. Uh, second match of the pre-show. Uh, fuck, what was it? I didn't. There was four of them. I mean, I know Pac versus Kip Sabian was third. That match was kind of boring. Sorry, Pack. That wasn't your fault. Uh, oh. Yeah, it was Hook. Wait, was Hook first? No, Hook was second. Sorry, Hook. Yeah, well, Hook Hook beat An- Angelo Parker. So that happened. Uh, and then Ishii versus Kingston at the end of the pre-show was really good. That was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, that, that's the pre-show. It's... Yeah. Uh, the ladder match was first. It's not really a surprise. Uh, it, I mean, the beginning of it, it was very, very good. It was a lot of fun. Uh, couple of str- there was a, one strange spot where they, Cesar, uh, Cesaro, Claudio was uh, just like shoving the ladder structure over. That was kind of odd. Uh, we have the return of uh, I make someone I make a wrestling fan in the crowd pissed off because I asked the one person who, in front of me who decided to stand up for a spot in this match. I politely asked him to sit down, and then he he was not pleased that I did so. Uh, he's I'm like I would like to see them. I would like to see. Please, I'm sorry that I would like to see. I guess. Uh, you know, so like, I'm the only one whose view you are blocking. Nobody to my left or to my right 
is having any kind of issue with seeing because of you standing up and nobody else behind me is standing up. And like, you're the only one. I'm like, I don't want to stand up because you're standing up and then make everyone behind me have to stand up because I stood up. Like, I, I like, why should I have to make this chain, like create a chain reaction? Because you decided to stand up for this one spot. And then, like, he told me, like, you can look at the screen. I'm like, no, I can't. Well, I didn't say that, but, like, I mean, like, he said that, and I'm just like, yeah, okay, no, I would like to see. And he's like, it's going to be like this all night. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, uh, if that makes you feel better about yourself, I guess you could be a jackass for no reason. Uh, I mean, and also, the only screen there is to look at, I would have to lean forward and turn my head completely to the left just to see the screen. Uh, it was. It's not like there's a screen above this guy's head or something that I could just look up and see the screen for a second. No, I would have to actually tilt, like, lean forward and tilt my head. And, like, it would not... That would not have been comfortable. It's like, just because this guy decided to stand up and completely block my view, when he had a perfectly fine view if he was just sitting down. Like, he did not need to stand up. I'm in the third row of the balcony. And this guy is obviously in the second row. There's one row in front of him. And nothing... And, like, this per Whoever was in front of him was obviously not tall. Not, like, it wasn't an issue. Like, he could see just fine. Standing up was not necessary. <coughs> so, thanks, guy. Thanks for trying to make me feel bad that I dared want to see the show that I paid for. Thank you. We all paid for it, not just you. Uh, it's not like everyone stood up. Like, if everyone stood up, and then I was complaining about it, that would be fair. Like, if everyone around me was standing up, him, everyone in the front row, everyone next to me, everyone behind me, I just didn't want to stand up, okay, that's fair. Then you can yell at me. Like, like if I, if it's just me not wanting to stand up, I can understand that, but it's just like, no, it was just you who decided to stand up for something that didn't need to happen. Anyways, he never stood up again, so, uh, he figured it out. Uh, like, he, sometimes he clapped by, like, putting his hands over his head for some reason, but that's fine. I can see around his hands. I can't see around his entire body. Like, I mean, like, he stood up if he had to let other people leave, or something like that, but... That's understandable. That's not the same thing. Uh, except, except for, like, during CM Punk's entrance. At, at which point, I'm like, I'll, I'll just stand up. Anyways. Uh, anyways, back to the match. Uh, again, good. Very good. And then... A uh, bunch of... People in dark clothes and masks came out and just attacked everyone and went and climbed up the ladder and pulled down the poker chip, whatever. And I'm like, are these the ninjas that kidnapped Samoa Joe? Uh, but what? Uh, the one who grabs the poker chip down reveals himself to be Stokely Hathaway. And then they comes down the ladder. 
I really don't know how everyone in this match did not have any kind of ability to knock these guys out. They didn't seem like they were, like, that much of a threat. Where the the six or seven guys that were in this match couldn't have, like, banded together and fended them off. I don't really know how that happens. Anyways, person shows up. Uh, Joker comes out in a weird-ass mask. Uh, c- comes out to sympathy for the devil, uh, which, I mean, that probably should have been a clue. Uh, but yeah, Sokla gives him the, the poker chip, and he pretends like he's gonna take off the mask, and then he doesn't. Uh, weird finish, match was fine, weird fin, but weird finish, and I would have actually, like, called this completely bullshit, if it didn't pay off at the end of the show, because it, I'm just like, if just some rando in a mask wins this, and you don't explain it by the end of the show, you fucked up. Uh, yeah. Second match, the Elite versus Hangman and the Dark Order was very good. Uh, not a surprise. Uh, there was a moment or two where it looked like Dark Order might win. I actually thought maybe they actually would. Uh, that being said, Hangman accidentally hits one of the Dark Order with a buckshot lariat, and then Omega immediately pins the person while someone, hang, uh, holds down, uh, Hangman, and the Elite win, that's not a surprise, that's what I expected to happen, uh, Athena versus Jade Cargill was next, it was short, not, that's not a surprise, but, uh, it, I thought it was really good, uh, so that spear that Jade hit, that was, that was something. Uh, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm not surprised Jade won. Like I, I, I mean, like I thought Athena maybe could have won this, but like I, I wasn't really sure on this one. It wasn't one of the ones I was positive on. Uh, FTR and Wardlow against uh, Jay Lethal and. Motor City Machine Guns. This was the worst match on the show for me. Uh, it really didn't do anything for me at all. Like, I love the Motor City Machine Guns. I like Wardlow. I really like FTR. Uh, Jay Lethal, whatever. It's not a bad wrestler. Uh, just some other things. Uh... This, yeah, it just didn't do anything for me. Like, I would have cut this uh, entire match off the show, really, to be honest. It did have a nice moment at the end, though. Uh, outside of Samoa Joe coming back, uh, which is cool, uh, the uh, moment with Dax's daughter, that, that, that was a nice moment. But the match itself was meh. Uh... Hobbs versus Ricky Starks was next, I believe. Nice short match. Hobbs won. I wasn't, I wasn't expecting him to win off that spinebuster for some reason. Uh, but it, I mean, it was a very nice spinebuster. It's just I was not expecting that to be the finish. But that's fine. Uh, <coughs> the we, the best match and the weirdest experience of the night would have been, or was. Swerve in our glory against the acclaimed. Uh, 
the match was great. It's just the crowd. You know, I know. I never would have assumed that scissoring would have been so over. I guess is the right way to say that. I can't say this with a straight face. I'm sorry. Uh, I had to explain this to somebody yesterday because they aren't an AEW fan. And I had to explain what the fuck this meant. Not someone who went with me or anything, but uh, Jesus, like those crowd chants. What the fuck? And they booed Swerve in our glory, like, even though they aren't heels. Like, I don't understand what was happening here. Like, the match was really good, but, like, I I didn't realize people loved the acclaim so much. I did not understand why they were booing Swerve in our glory, why they were chanting bullshit. This was a random-ass tag team championship match that barely had any business being on this card. It just was there to put them on the show, literally. There was no way the Acclaimed were ever going to win this match. This was a filler tag title match that somehow ended up being the best match on the show, but had no bit, like, people are probably bitching and moaning on the internet that the Acclaimed lost this match when they had no business winning it, winning it at all. Like, the right, like, people were pissed off, like, like, booing when they lost. I'm like, you realize the right team won, right? Like, they claimed are fun. They're not, they're good. Like, I'm not saying they're bad or anything. But, like, Keith and Swerve are, like, so many miles above them in terms of how good they are. Come on, guys. Stop it here. Just because they do some stupid thing with their fingers. Which may or may not be insensitive. And I say may or may not because there there's question there there's questions among actual uh well not questions among them but like like if you actually talk to people who are women who are actually into women they talk about like you'd find out that scissoring is really just a thing that's in lesbian porn that's aimed towards men. So, it's not even necessarily a real thing they actually do, and that's all we're going to comment about it here, because that's not, that's something else entirely. I'm just saying. Uh, so, I, I don't know if it's insensitive or not, but either way, it's, it was one, the weirdest experience, or one of them, it's definitely up there in the top five of the weirdest res live wrestling experiences I've ever been a part of. I wasn't chanting any of that shit, by the way. I rarely chant anything. Sometimes I do, but, like, not much. Uh, but, like, I had to violently clap for Keith and Swerve here because people were being dumb. Like, if people are being dumb, then I have to, and like, I have to counteract something. Then I'll, then I'll have to counteract something. But, uh, anyways. Uh... Yeah. Right team won. The, unsurprisingly, the women's title match was next because, of course, 
It's the dead spot after that match. After the crowd reaction, of course the women's title match was next. Because that's what they do. They always put the women's match in the dead spot. Uh, it's AEW. That's what they do. That being said, I will say this match was actually fairly good. I won't say it was great, uh, but it was good and it had story, actual storyline development that I actually would that I liked to see. Like, cause it, it very much looked like Jamie was about to win and Britt pulled the rough out and then Jamie was mad. And then, J- and then Britt almost pinned Jamie. So, uh, she didn't. And then Tony won. That's not a surprise, but that was nice to see. So actual storyline development that might get Jamie away from Britt and Jamie, we actually got cheers and chance. So that was nice. Uh, it was still kind of quiet because of the match that was before it, but I will say this was the match itself. I think was handled fairly well. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think Christian versus Jungle Boy would have been next. Wasn't much of a match. Luchasaurus attacks Jungle Boy in the beginning and then like choke slams him on the stage, and then like power bombs him through a table, and then Christian spears him and because he still wants to wrestle, spears him, he kicks out of that, so he gets an unprettier, that's the end. Uh, I guess Christian's hurt, so that's why that happened. Uh, <clears throat> Jericho versus Danielson, I, it was fine. Like, I thought it was good. It's just the fans did not seem to give a shit about any time a submission was locked in for either person. And that kind of took me out of it. So like, I'm like, I don't think I'm like, I don't think this match is bad. It's just the crowd is not doing much for this, and that's that's disappointing. Uh, I'm not really surprised Jericho won. Uh, someone who like when I was walking out of the stadium, like, uh, someone said like they thought it was underwhelming. That like someone who was walking behind me just meant it, I was talking that thought this was underwhelming. This match thought it would be a technical masterpiece. I'm like, you know, they had a ton of submissions there for a while, and nobody cheered for any of it, made any noise. And you want it like the, the submissions were right there. Did you not notice? Like, what, why weren't you making any noise about them? It's like, any whatever. Uh, Daniel Garcia wasn't in there for the celebration, so they, he got a talking to later. Uh, but he, I thought he'd be involved in the actual match. Uh, House of Black versus Miro and Sting and Darby. Kind of short, but it was good. I wish House of Black would have won, but whatever. Uh, it's pretty clear Malachi is, in fact, leaving. Or at least taking a break if he's not leaving in full for real or like you know you get what i mean uh because uh he he and everyone in house of black hugged at the end of the match while the the cameras weren't on uh them and then like he kind of waved goodbye when he was at the top of the ramp so that's uh it's pretty clear uh and yeah uh cm punk versus moxley Match was good. Uh, I mean, again, 
I wanted Moxley to retain. Obviously, he didn't. Punk won. That's not a surprise. I was 95%... Like, I don't even know if I would say I was only 95% sure Punk was winning. Like, if anyone were going to... Like, if the only way he was going to lose is if somebody interfered. And nobody did. And... uh. I will say the crowd was not 100% for Punk. Like, there was a significant amount of people rooting for Moxley, which is good because, like, Moxley is awesome and he should also be getting cheered. And also, I think the difference between, like, what Money in the Bank 2011, when everyone in, in the arena was rooting for Punk, except for some, I mean, there were some people rooting for Cena, but, like, it was 90, at least 90-10 Punk there percentage wise whereas here i would say at best it was 60 40 punk i mean like you could, that might not be an exact estimate but like i would say it's something like that i, I would say ultimately the punk fans uh probably overpowered him the moxley fans but it never got so overpowering that uh like, it, they just kind of took over. Like, the Moxley fans, like, pushed right back. And I think that the reason for that is because, like, Money in the Bank 2011, it's a B, Money in the Bank is a B pay-per-view for WWE. They run one every month. They go, go everywhere. All the people there pretty much are all from Chicago area. And while there's obviously seen, there are Cena fans in Chicago, obviously at the time and now and whatever. The the, the difference for all, for AEW pay per views is they have four a year, and yeah, some pe some people are gonna be from where that pay per view is, but a hell of a lot more people come like actually travel to AEW pay per views because there are only four of them, and because they're like they're not just like B pay per views. It's not. Oh, I, I didn't get to go to this one. Well, I'll just get to come to it the next time. It, it's not the same. Uh, because, it, like, you get those kind of crowds for WWE shows like WrestleMania, SummerSlam. Uh, if, I mean, any kind of stadium show WWE might do, you'll get a bunch of people who travel to them. As opposed to AEW you could get them from pretty much every show because they only run so many of them. All Out is always in Hoffman Estates, Illinois. So, you're going to get people from all around. So you're not going to get that just massive everyone wants CM Punk to win chance that I think they thought they were going to get. Uh, I'm not sure they were expecting that. Uh, like, maybe they thought that, but like... Uh, found out really quick at Dynamite, too, that people were... Because people at Dynamite were cheering for Moxley, too. Now, that was more heavily for Punk, because it's Dynamite. It's not the same. All Out, Dynamite... I mean, Dynamite had, like... Didn't even have that many people there. Like, a third of the All Out crowd, maybe. Uh, but that was more heavily for Punk. Uh, but, yeah. Match... It, it was good. I'm not saying it was amazing... It was good. Uh, 
maybe shorter than I thought it would be. I don't know. It was only 20 minutes. I probably thought it was going to be longer than that. Uh, but it's fine. Got out of there at 11 o'clock. So, uh, but yeah, uh, after the match, uh, they have, uh, well, lights go out. They put up the punk promo. Uh, the greatest thing the devil ever did is made, made you believe he didn't exist, etc. which, uh, he said one thing in the promo on Wednesday, uh, it's like, they've been trying to kill me. Uh, since I've been born, no one's been man enough to do it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, that makes me think of MGF. <laughs> and, uh, when he talked, when he said the whole, the whole snake promo earlier in the year, well, lo and behold, here's MJF. Cause he was the dude in the mask earlier. And he's the one who won the battle Royal, battle Royal ladder match. <clears throat> so he comes out and he doesn't say anything, but that's the end of the show. But it's not the end of the debacle that was the rest of it. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to talk about that, so I'm going to quickly save the audio for this and then uh, restart this just because we're at 49 minutes early. Because I, I, again, I don't know how much of this, I'm, like how long I'm actually going to talk about this, but I, I don't want, I don't, I'm just going to do it now just in case. Anyways, we are back. Uh, well, actually, before we talk about that, I just, uh, I guess I should talk about the shows as a whole. Again, All Out was really good. Uh, not as good as some of their other pay-per-views from recent memory. Uh, maybe, uh, well, cause, like, this is, I guess this marks a year of me watching them like, significantly, because, like, I, I, I kind of stopped, like, I, I stopped watching them for a while. Like, I would occasionally put it on and watch a little bit here and there. I would occasionally watch their pay-per-views. Like, I would stream, like, I would find a stream of their pay-per-views because, like, I wouldn't watch them live because they were just like, well, whatever. Uh, I'm not interested in what they're doing until a year ago when everyone started watching them, just everyone that, or pretty much everyone anyway, uh, so I guess this is, like, well, sixth pay-per-view in a row that I've watched, uh, when I've actually been following them, uh, because we got to include Forbidden Door there, uh, <coughs> I don't, maybe their weakest show? At least since maybe last All Out, maybe. I mean, All Out last year was awesome, but like, I'm in terms of the actual wrestling on the show. Last year's All like the actual like everyone remembers All Out last year for Punk's first match back and everything that happened at the end. And but like the wrestling on that show was not like the best. Like, it wasn't a bad show, but, like, eh, it was just kind of there. Uh, I would say the show wrestling-wise was better than that show, but, uh, because, I don't know. Uh, 
I mean, like, it's a lot to process when you're sitting there for when watching 15 matches, and it, it's it, it's it's a lot. To, and when you're there, it's different. Again, when you're watching at home, so like, I don't know the live perspective or, or just the watching at home perspective. I did, like, it's not the same, and it's hard to judge. Uh, like. I I have very few problems with Clash at the Castle. Uh, I don't have many with All Out. Finish of the ladder match was iffy. At least they paid it off at the end. Otherwise, it would have been even worse. Uh, the FTR match, etc. shouldn't have even been there. I don't blame anyone involved with that match. It just didn't do anything for me. It was a weird match on paper. Not surprised it was a weird match in execution. Uh, tag title match wasn't bad or anything. It was a, just a weird experience. And that's not their fault, so I can't blame them for it. Uh, and uh, Moxley should have won. Uh, Moxley should have won against Punk more than Drew should have won against Roman. Uh, so, uh, and Jericho and Danielson could have been a little better, but I think that's mostly the crowd, so, like, I can't even blame them for that, but, uh, ultimately, Clash at the Castle was better, so, suck at AEW fans. That are well, not just fans, stands that think AEW is the best thing in the world ever, and WWE is terrible. Like the one person in the crowd who had a WWE sucks sign. I'm like, what are you gonna do if Clash of the Castle was better than this? And uh, it was. And again, all that was good. I'm not saying it was bad. It's just like WWE has uh, qu- quietly or not so quietly had three very good pay-per-views in a row, and AEW has had some very weird booking, especially around the world title in the past few weeks, and uh, still has problems with their women's division. Still, at this point, you just have to realize Tony Khan does not give a fuck about women's wrestling and never will. Uh, Even if I thought there was good development in the women's title match, it it just... that It's kind of too little too late. So, and then... And, like, not to mention that uh, what I didn't mention for the review is that I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking around and I, while I'm at All Out, and I see this person with a sign, and this person is, like, in, in the floor section, camera side, so, like, the, you see this sec when you're watching TV, this is the section you see. The, the back row of this section, a little to the left, so I don't know if the sign ever made it, would have ever made it actually on TV, but it's possible. And because all these psycho Republican people have to bring their political identities with them everywhere they go because they think we need to know that they're psycho. Uh, they, they, bring, they bring their political identities to the mall, to the beach, to the parking lot to wherever the fuck they go because they really need to 
us to know that uh, they don't like Joe Biden for some reason. Uh, because this person had a sign that says FJB, like, uh, you can clearly tell what that means. I mean, like, I really don't think this person hates Jungle Boy that much. Uh, really doubt it means fuck Jungle Boy in this instance. Uh, yeah. But yeah, this, this person's holding up the sign. Like, it wasn't, like, it happened mostly during matches. Not so much, like, I expected it during entrances, like, especially for, like, Anyone who who doesn't have to be happen to be a white guy, like I expected to see the sign. Actually, I didn't. The only entrance I saw it during, I think, was the acclaims entrance. Uh, but <clears throat> yeah, I saw this sign, and at no point was it taken away. I don't understand why. I mean, it's not hate speech itself, but it's akin to hate speech, so it might as well be hate speech. That kind of thing. Like, he's saying it about... This person is saying it about fuck Joe Biden, but it basically means that they're a Trump supporter, which means they're racist, which means they're sexist, which basically means that's hate speech. Their existence is hate speech. That's essentially what that means. Like, I don't personally care much about Joe Biden myself. But I don't bring signs about this to show, to do this. And, like, you know, AEW has these videos before their events that says everyone is should is welcome at our events, should feel safe, should feel comfortable to be here. And yet this person is allowed to have the sign and it's held up however many times this guy likes. And it's not taken away from him. If you, you have these videos saying everyone's welcome here, you can't have people holding up these signs because these people, this, this is hate speech. They're akin, it's akin to them saying, hi, I'm a domestic terrorist. I don't belong in this building. I could kill any of you at any time if I decide to fly off the handle. Or at least beat anybody up. It could happen at any time. That's what this... this these people ha having these kinds of signs are saying. And they aren't taking them away. Like, someone earlier in the year had a sign and that was similar, and it wasn't taken away. This person cleverly thought, thought it would be clever to say it in French. And, like, people wouldn't notice. People notice. Because people aren't stupid. Like the people who bring these signs. And I don't understand why this, uh, why uh, they don't realize that these signs aren't acceptable. When you you see the sign, you have to take it away. I don't even know how he got to a seat with the sign. Why aren't people looking at your signs immediately when you walk in? That's the point. WWE does it. Why aren't they doing it? Hello. Pay attention. Uh. But yeah, like I I shouldn't have been having to be concerned about whether so someone was smart enough to take this person's sign away from the beginning of the show to the end of the show, because it was I saw it during the main event, so nobody ever took it away. Bullshit. Uh, yeah. AW got to do better than that shit. Because uh, that's unacceptable. Uh, anyways...
Now, I mean, we've talked about the, the, these uh, stories on the internet before, and uh, about stuff about punk, and I still don't think he he uh, almost walked out a few weeks ago, and I still don't think he doesn't want to be there. But like I said, I do think he does has a problem with Hangman. Well, he certainly has a problem with Hangman. We like if you didn't believe it then, you do believe it now, or like unless all this shit isn't a, a very very elaborate and but incredibly stupid work. Uh, yeah, he clearly has a problem with Hangman. He well, I mean, it started with some rant about Colt Cabana. Which, I mean, whoever asked him about Colt Cabana, I don't really know why. Everyone knows he doesn't like Colt Cabana anymore. I don't know why people are asking him about Colt Cabana, expecting him to not like Colt, to not not like Colt Cabana anymore. I don't get what the point of that was. Like, why are you asking him about Colt Cabana? You know he doesn't like him anymore. Why are you asking about him, expecting anything different? I don't understand that. That's a different story, though. Uh, so, like, why they even talked about that, I, I don't know. And, like, people feel bad for Cole Cabana, I don't know why. Really, it's like, two people don't like each other, what they fucking do. Also, he said he hasn't talked to Cole Cabana in ten years. Like, you were on his podcast after 2014, it's 2022, that's not ten years. Anyways. Regardless, I mean, like, he said shitty things about him, but, uh, what were you expecting about that. Now, other than that, the the shit about I get well, I guess the the, the young bucks, I guess presumably they said the ex- EVPs. I I think that would be the young bucks. I mean, it could just be all of them, all of the elite, essentially, whatever. Uh, all of that happened, like, and then like. And then, apparently, there was a whole fight backstage. It's like, the fuck is going on here? Like, like, had a fight with the Young Bucks, that coach guy of his, is fighting Kenny Omega, bit the guy, threw a chair at the guy, or just hit him with the chair, for real? Uh, uh... To the point where, like, security or cops had to be called? The fuck is going on with you guys? Like, first off, Punk, you just won the fucking world title. Shouldn't you be happy? Why the fuck are you, like, going fucking insane? Like, I know, why are you being a whiny piss baby? <sighs> why? Like, I don't see how this could be at work. But at the same time, it's so fucking stupid to feel like it's a real thing. So, like, I'm not trying to suggest that it's a work. Like, I don't see how it can, how it could be. It, realistically, I don't see how it could be a work. Except for the fact that, again, it's just all so fucking stupid. Why? Can... Why are people I'm a fan of have to be such stupid people sometimes? 
Like, everyone knows CM Punk's a jackass. Everyone knows that. Like, that doesn't stop me from being a fan of his as a wrestler, because at the end of the day, he's not, like, an evil person. He's just a really fucking... Well, he's just a jackass. At this, like, he, he's not a freaking person who wants, like, sections of the entire cu- country or human race to just die because of who they are. He's not that kind of person. Like, he's not a psycho Republican. Uh, I, I mean, you know that for a fact just because of shirts that he wears sometimes. Uh, that being said... He's clearly a jackass, and I mean, that hasn't stopped me from being a fan of his. Like, I recently changed, a, like, all my social media pictures to a picture that to a picture that has me wearing his shirt, a picture that I will not be changing just because he happens to be a jackass, uh, because that's, like, the only picture of just myself I've taken in, like, years that I actually like of myself. Has nothing to do with the fact that I'm wearing a shirt. He, I just happen to be wearing a damn shirt. I won't be buying a Taki jersey thing. Uh, regardless, like, I don't even know what to say about it. Really. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, what does my opinion of what, what, what's happening really matter? Because I, I can't do anything about it. I mean, first off, Tony Khan's a fucking moron. He needs to go. He needs to get everyone, because, like, he needs to get everyone that's in his company on the fucking same page, working together, and worry about actually putting on a good product, instead of having everyone just fight each other like fucking morons. If he can't do that, he needs to go. For And for other reasons, he needs to go. CM Punk, you just came back to wrestling a year ago. What the fuck? What the fuck are you doing? Stop being a fucking jackass. I mean, like, I can say that all I want. It's not going to change anything, because, I mean, how old is the fucking guy? He's been a jackass for most of his life, probably. So, <laughs> he's not going to stop being a jackass now. Like, he just won the fucking world title, which he shouldn't have even won. Not in May, not now. But you've won it twice now. You are actively now the one of two pe- only two people who have won that title twice, I believe, because I think Moxley was the first one to win it twice. So obviously that makes Punk the second. Uh, and now nobody, now it's just completely overshadowing the fact that you did that, whether you should have won or not, and the fact that MGF returned, because y- y'all decided to have a fight. Because you said some bullshit, and I mean, there is some feelings there, like, it could be an elaborate way to turn him heel, but at the same time, again, why? I don't, I don't fucking understand. I don't know, it... I don't, I don't really know what to say. Sometimes the people you're a fan of are just, just like to disappoint you. 
And I'm like, this is the first time I feel like he's actually disappointed me. Because, like, he walked out of WWE, I don't really care. I mean, like, I was on his side at that point. So, uh, I wasn't, uh, like, I was never on the side of the fans that were continuously chanting CM Punk in WWE shows after that. Uh, but that's not, that's not the same as me being not being on a side for walking out of the company. That that I was on a side for. Fans being complete stupid, completely stupid about it. That's a different thing. Uh, again, like I never wanted him to win the the title in AEW, especially not at that time, uh, and I especially don't now. Uh, I just wanted to have him back in wrestling, and. That was fine for a while, but then all in the past three months, like, in really just the past month, like, I wasn't, like, when he first won the title, I didn't agree with it, but I wasn't mad about it. It was just, like, the past four months have just, like, completely soured everything about him being, being back in wrestling. Because, like, it felt fine until three weeks ago. Uh... I mean, yeah, Hangman had that line that he said, but it just felt like a line that he said. It didn't feel like there was actually a problem. Like, like it didn't seem like there was anything vexation. Like, a lot of people would say things to him in promos that would be allude to things like that, but nobody actually believed that, like, he was actually being an asshole backstage. It's just things that they would say because that's like the reputation he has. So like they're, pl- they're pre they're pre playing up his reputation just because that, that will advance the story along, I guess. Uh, when it didn't really seem like anything like that was going on whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, uh, past four weeks have been a hell of a different story. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen from here. Like, they have to, like, they have, they have to address this. Like, they honestly should address it publicly, too. Like, they're, like, I don't know how they do that. Like, they're not going to strip him of the title or anything like that just because of that. But, like, they have to get shit in gear. Shit, like, shit, get shit going, like, like, write their damn ship. Like, the company's not dying. Anyone who tells you the company's gonna die because of this is just blowing smoke, whatever. That, that That's all nonsense. The company's not dying because, oh, uh, someone yelled, said something and shit's happening backstage. Uh, whatever. Well, I'm gonna stop watching wrestling because this com- this company is also bad. Every company that exists, every wrestling company, is gonna have good, is gonna have bad. None of them are perfect. None of them ever been perfect, and nothing will change. Not that's always gonna be that way. And deciding to not watch wrestling ever again because this the second company after you decided WWE fucked up too many times, also fucked up sometimes, and they've been, AW's been fucking up since the beginning, uh, they, this, this wasn't new, uh, like, 
And it's not like you should just stop watching. Like, if you like wrestling, watch fucking wrestling. Just acknowledge some of wrestling is good, some of it is bad. Doesn't mean you'd have to stop watching wrestling as a whole. Watch what you like, don't watch what you don't like. Acknowledge the company, each company's flaws, what they need to do better. And, I mean, if you don't want to watch it, fine. But, like, you don't have to stop, like, refrain from watching any kind of wrestling just because the people backstage suck. Or some stuff like that. Like, I, like, I, I, don't, I don't understand not watching wrestling just because some of the companies do stupid shit. It's like, of course they do. They all do. They always will. They're never, no, no company's ever going to be perfect. As long as you can acknowledge what they're doing is bad. Some of what they're doing is bad. It's okay to enjoy the rest of it. That is good. Like I just I don't understand the absolutes that I see some people doing. Uh, like they either they're perfect or they're I can't watch them. There's a healthy in between. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's uh, all I have to say about that, I think. I mean, not much, nothing really could add to that that other people haven't said. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's it. Uh, I don't know when the next episode will be. I guess uh, probably the Extreme Rules predictions. Uh, uh, there might be something in between, but right now I don't know what the, that'll be because, I mean, that feels like a little ways away at this point. And yeah, uh, there, there might be a hockey season preview in between there first, uh, but other than that, uh, I don't know. So, till I talk to you next, have a good one. <laughs>